sat in the curry house, 2-1 for United. Another nervy home win. Were we any good? Uh, yeah, for a bit. This is like, this is, this is a thrill right now because I'm sat, we are sat here at an actual table with the Red Mancunian podcast crew. Oh, that's like that, that is big, isn't it? That's like a big thing if for us. The Scousers took this curry house out right now. Yeah. No more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the, the future the of podcast, podcast you know. is ruined. Oh, We've also got a very special guest as well because we talk about him a lot on the Red Mancunian podcast. We have Tudy here with us finally. We said we needed to get him on. <laughs> So we're going to get some Welbeck love in for the weekly Welbeck yeah, in a and bit. And the, the one time he's on, he's, he's coming very muted attire, haven't you, mate? <laughs> Toned down today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd be on, so I thought, maybe not good enough to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So he'll tell us all about his week with Rio in a bit. Um, but yeah, guys. So um, what we're doing is we're going to record one podcast and put it on both of our channels. So if you're expecting the Rantcast, you've got the Red Man Canyon podcast too and if you're respecting the Red Man Canyon podcast sorry we're here nope. as well um, but it'll all be fine so to answer your question that you asked ages ago uh, yeah we were alright weren't we I mean it was good for 70 minutes and then yeah. not so good for a bit after that well it's 10 minutes better than we were good for last, <laughs> last week right so progression absolutely um, can I just I just want to throw the words David De Gea to oh, the table and was, then just wonder, see wonderful. the appreciative looks wonderful. see we kind of savaged him a bit last week didn't we I wasn't, like, I wasn't on board with that well, you weren't bored with anything last week, but um, I think back. our point in, in general was, you know, he was a bit off form, um, and I don't think that was that was unfair before this game. But today he was, he was on fire. Saved the penalty, obviously. Um, saved won, us won twice the in the us. dying dying minutes. Um, it's, it's absolutely outstanding opponents. Possibly from United perspective, um, we had talked about this before, weren't we? The best goalkeeping performance since Schmeichel. Because Van der Sar never needed to do that because Van der Sar would have just plucked most of them out of the air anyway. Because he'd be in <laughs> well, the right place. Well, as I said before, well, Van, Van der Sar never had a, a leaky defence in front of him. And no, not, that, not that this is a particularly leaky defence today. It wasn't that bad. But, you know, there's been signs this season that it's not been all there. And he, Van der Sar never had that. So perhaps... Schmeichel was the last goalkeeper that, well, maybe Bartes even. Oh, <laughs> he, had, he, had a, he had a couple, didn't he? Yes, we. Um, I, I just... I just that, those, that performance say from I turned to my dad because my old man came with me today and when um, Bain stepped up to take the penalty I just went he never misses this guy never misses and then my dad went and he never saves the penalty and I went well actually Van Persie that <laughs> 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 sounded like a right gimp anyway so it's all what a save and when you see it how strong were his wrists because he right. gets that away he gets that hell strong of a way. Strong wrist, that lad. <laughs> you're, you're in authority with his... Uh, well, his missus lives in Madrid, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Keep it family. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the the saves at the end, wow. they, they were just... I mean, the penalty, like, last kick of the first half, and it all looks like they've done a lot... Because United did a lot of good work in the first half. Everton didn't really have many good chances, and it, it felt like 1-1 one, one would have been very harsh. And you're kind of not expecting De Gea to save it because he hasn't saved any for such a long time you're not expecting Baines to miss either because that's no. the first one he's ever missed yeah I mean I couldn't see how good a save it was because we were like right straight in line with the penalty spot really but I, th- I tell you it was one of those penalties that you could say was a good height for the keeper um, but you still you still got to save it it's still got to do the work it was struck well um, I, 
I haven't seen it back, but on, on first thoughts from behind that goal, I thought it was a penalty. I thought... I didn't. I was I sat didn't. right next to him and I didn't think it was. Oh, Judy, <laughs> Judy yeah. didn't you go a bit sick? Yeah, I went, I went, I went mental, innit? No one has a penalty in my past text. He was like, yeah, it was a penalty. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <then>. <laughs> Sat back down. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way that everyone's moods at football. Like, it used to go years ago. Here I go. I got to start my... Um, used to go years ago and you'd, you'd be like berating the referee and you wouldn't know until... Maybe you read it in the football pink or in the paper next day. And now you're getting your mate's sex and you're going, yeah, he was offside. <laughs> and you're telling everyone around you, he was offside. <laughs> he was offside, it's fine. Well, talking that, Shaw thanked him on Twitter after the game. Uh, De Gea, that is. Uh, again, big hug <laughs> after the penalty. So, yeah. You gave him a you're kiss. Like, yeah, so I think, I think Shaw thought it was a penalty. I think we were all would have given him a kiss. Yeah. yeah. We could have got oh, that yeah. pitch at the end of the game. I think everyone would have given him a kiss. But so one tweeting me, uh, he said he's uh, given his wife up or his daughter up for uh, for the hair taking his virginity, her virginity. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow, well, fair that, enough. That's <laughs> quite an extreme um, sign of uh, gratitude. Would, like, you, uh, would you let him take your male virginity? <laughs> he could have mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm, not gonna gonna I'm thankful. <laughs> um, I, we, we put out a shout every week for questions, and we've had one from at Gareth Bale 22 who says, if De Gea burned down your house, would you be okay with that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'd rather, I definitely would rather he didn't. Like, it would, if I've got the choice, I'm going to go, Dave, look, I really appreciate what you did today. Amazing, like seriously, amazing performance. Those saves at the end, that triple save, unreal. Please don't burn my house down. But if he's like, no, sorry, I have to, you've got to let him get away. What if I'd you him offered matches. him a box of donuts and said, <laughs> I've, I've just stolen these. You can have them if you don't burn my house down. The uh, thing is, there's the, uh, the sign outside Old Trafford that says uh, pyrotechnic detection dogs in operation. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> you just need yeah. some of those at your house and you're all right. Yeah, Whereas yeah, I think um, he would have been burning down your house. And meanwhile, Lindergaard would have been sat on the bench going, I could do it better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet he was sat there today going, yeah, not bad, but... <laughs> And we all know Linda Gala dropped the matches. <laughs> so, but there was something else happened today, which I think we all were quite giddy about. Not us getting around the table. That was quite giddy. But the goal by Mark Falco. <laughs> wow. That guy would eat that goal, didn't he? So badly. It was, it was verging on... Diego Forlan escapades before we, he actually we were, managed we and Sam to... were literally just saying this is becoming Diego Forlan. You know, I, I know that is a bit extreme, but it, you know, he, it, it, it was yeah. the... <laughs> Uh, he was trying so hard with every chance that fell his way, and it was almost too hard. And it, it just needed that that scuffed <laughs> when he shot. it for the throw-in with something special. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. he, got, he looked so anxious, does it? Coming off his fire and all different stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and he looks a bit short of fitness to me. So I was yeah. just turned to Paul. I'd have had him off. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he, he looks a bit leaden-footed. So I think there's some more fitness to come. I think I, I think there is. I mean, I'll say this: one of my theories. <laughs> This is really exciting to be here live for this. For, for, for <laughs> theory. Theory. Okay, so we absolutely smash it for 60 minutes. We did it even against Leicester. We yeah. were awesome for 60 minutes. And what happens? We've got like four players who are playing regularly from a new league. They can't handle the premiership. They can't handle the pace. Di Maria, at one point, Di Maria stood there like, like just heaving. You can see him like breathing like I do after five minutes of five aside. <laughs> And then, as soon as I think Mark was saying, when the injury was going on for about four or five minutes, next to it, Di Maria does a great run after because he's thinking, yes, I've got some energy back, I've got some energy. But they're all struggling to get to that pace. So my dad, again, I'll mention him again, turns to me and went, it's actually a good job we're not in Europe yeah. because the players are getting acclimatised, they're getting the fitness, and hopefully, as Ed quite rightly said, it was six, well, Leicester was 50 minutes, 
This was 60 minutes. Uh, West Ham was 60. We're now at 70. <laughs> All being well, West Brom will be 80. Yeah, yeah, and then just there. ready for Chelsea, 90. No, I, I agree. I thought uh, Di Maria looked like he was going to blow chunks at one point. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's struggling. <laughs> but uh, uh, they'll get there. They'll get there. And they're doing like triple training sessions. The problem is, no Europe, but they're going to be playing in Qatar or you know, Beijing. Oh, yeah. All these midweek friendlies that Richard friendlies. Arnold thinks are a fantastic idea. So does Louis. Yeah. He was very positive about it. I mean, it was interesting because Van Gaal said, I... He said, oh, I think it's wonderful and it's a great idea. I asked for three months before yeah. it happened. I was like, oh, you really think it's a great idea, but you want to wait as long as possible for it to happen. Yes. Mm. So his three months thing is, so what, August? We're getting into his three months now. Absolutely. Good. You, could, you can sort of see it in the team, I think, because he's been talking about it all the time. It takes me a long time to get my philosophy uh, to the team. Um, and I felt like they, they're looking much more coherent as a unit. They move coherently. When they've got the ball, there's almost always options until the magical moment comes and that's it. And they've switched off and the rest of the game is only for defending. The togetherness, though, is... is she, I think uh, you said they uh, learned something from Leicester because it does yeah. seem as though they're together. It, it, it seems like that at Leicester was the hard-learned moment that, that, that you know, it all, it all fell, fell to pieces for them and they've, they realised that they've got to be stronger than that. And, you know, they've, they've held on now twice since on, you know, like a, pre- a pressured 10 minutes at the end and they've held on and we've, we've come away with a win both the times and it seems like, you know, against better opposition than Leicester as well and it seems like that they perhaps hard learned the lesson and hopefully that will be the end of it. But, but the flip side of that know. is that we've had to hang on for two weeks running yeah. at home um, against low league opposition. I wouldn't call Everton a league opposition. Everton is 17. That is a fact. It's not fair to say that though. No. They're a good team. The better than where they are. The league's the league. The better than where they are. They'll, they'll, they'll be higher than the that. Numbers the numbers never lie. Yeah, but we wouldn't sell them Tom Cleverly because they're a rival. And that's what Martinez mm. said. And we're we're only Martinez. So, All know. he does is whine. I'm quite happy to see him <laughs> lose today. So we don't need Tom Cleverly. We've got uh, Tony V in midfield. You know, he runs forward, runs forward, runs forward, stops, turns back, passes back. <laughs> exactly <laughs> as he plays on. Hold the on, hold on. We, I just, I know someone who's not sitting too far from me who loves Tony Valencia. Judy, take it away with Tony V. I'm fed up with him. I'm, not, I'm sick of the sight of him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's crossing. Let's not get into a Tony Valencia bashing session, but. But he's terrible in it. Let's be honest. He had a really good game today, though, he, because all he was better. required he to was do a was bit more central. That's why yeah. you put him out wide. Right, oh, wasn't it? <laughs> you put him out wide. It was a, it was a more recycling game for him than actually being a, a creative entity. He was, he was more get the ball and do something with it than cross it in. And his one cross that he did put in was, <laughs> was a, a typical Tony Pyle driver. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, though, in that first half, him and Raphael destroyed Pinner and. Um, I really need to work on my pronunciation. Peanut. Peanut and um, Baines absolutely destroyed them because I was worried about Everton's left-hand side destroying us. And that first half, they just, they couldn't keep up with those two. So, Raphael and Tony V, I thought, did very well. I mean, let's be honest, having Raphael back has been huge because he's been awesome. Great. Last two games has been awesome. I think we all agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very good today. Full of energy, not making stupid mistakes. That's the thing, right? You're waiting for the winger to go past him. He has a tug. Yeah. Uh, the player goes down. It's the penalties. We've seen it for five years. But, but we just yeah. shoved that to the left-hand side today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest issue for me with this formation is that there's no, like, there's no width in the midfield area you know, from... Uh, you know, if, if if we're breaking quickly, and so you really have to rely on your wing backs having that the fitness to to rub bomb up and down all day, 
rather than you could usually say, you know, you pass from your right back to your right wing who can then run down and try and overlap. You know, th- th- it, there's so much going on in the middle now that it's all little triangles around that. And if we come up against a team that effectively shuts everything down through the middle, that's where we'll struggle, I Lord think. knows how to play the channels. So I thought Blint was very good today after having oh, to go oh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, no, he played in a very sensible position. I mean, he didn't really move, you know, more than about 20 yards outside of his own area and just covered the channel. So whenever Shaw or Raphael attacked, he was defensively I, very sad. Yeah. No one ran past him. But I was sat there with Mark saying, uh, you know, when Blint got that yellow card, I thought, oh, Ed won't be happy. <laughs> 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 However, when he got that yellow card, I thought he... I'm not saying he... Because I actually thought he had a great game, and I'll say this now today that he is a future captain of Manchester United. Yeah, I, I just think he's something last else. Week. But you when can tell he, he doesn't listen to the rank cast, <laughs> I'm listening to the old tapes. <laughs> 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 this week's album, um, I was listed on tape for Massive Attack, Blue Lines, great album. I'll review it next week if you want. Anyway, um, <laughs> basically, he he just he kind of he didn't go in as much because in the first start he was like really bound in some challenges, and do you know what? He's class, isn't he? I yeah. love him. I really do love him. He and committed a foul in the second. And the start of the second that he, he could got have got lucky. He got yeah, lucky. He I, I agree with you. But I think Blind was brilliant today. He was all over the place. And I think um, he put out quite a few fires in terms of just stopping what Everton were trying to do. Because in the second half, they started off pretty fast. They came out of the traps fast. And I think um, he put himself about, and especially being on the yellow as well, to have done what he did, pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think uh, you mentioned width and the problem that we've got with I width. Did. But the interesting thing about this is this is one of the widest diamonds I've ever seen because both Di Maria and Valencia were both perfectly prepared to take the ball out wide um, and trust that the space would be filled behind them. And by and large, it was, which is, you know, that's what you want out of a diamond, isn't it? You want an extreme... It's an extremely... You need a high level of football intelligence to play in that system because there's so much covering of space is required. Well, we're not playing an actual central midfielder anywhere near the actual <laughs> team at the moment. We're taking Blitz a defender, right? <laughs> so. I actually think, though, for about definitely 50, 60 minutes, that was comfortably the best performance of the season. I mean, some, some of the play in that first half was mind-blowing. It was just beautiful. Like the little intricate back heels that define players. Basically, it's the complete opposite of a David Moyes' performance. And that's what's be- I said it. I said it. I've said boys have got a pint. Now. That's, w- that's what's beautiful about this year. And I turned to the old man and just said, this is what's great. You come to games and you enjoy games. Yeah, they're stressful, really nervy. But the football we play, the excitement that goes in games, is a complete opposite to last season, isn't it? Yeah, you can definitely see there's, there's summit being built. It's def- the summit definitely changing from last year, if not from before. There's summit definitely changing. And... I think that's the difference. The, the philosophy is definitely happening. It's definitely going. <laughs> I think in many ways, that's the key point, that it's not just about be- being better than last season. It's about being better than the football we've played for a really long time. 2008, I reckon. It, yeah, was, that, it was. That was the last time we played pretty football. And yeah. this, I know, I know it doesn't last as long as it should do, perhaps, because they've not quite got the fluidity yet. But it, you could, there's moments where you think, bloody hell, that just happened. I witnessed that here. Yeah. And it, it's not been like that for a while. Well, actually, even when United were trying to run the game down, it was not a great last 15, 20 no. minutes, was it? But uh, Angel Di Maria and Juan Mata playing keep ball in the corner. That was ace. Now, if you're going to play defensive football, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> it's, you've got to have possibly the two best keepers of the ball that I've seen for a good while. 
in the corner, I just thought, I'm just laughing at the Everton defender who was that young kid. I was just thinking, you haven't got a chance, mate. You've not got a chance to get it off well, these two. But Dibber Reed's wanted to attack, didn't he? It, it <laughs> wasn't traditional like keep it like in the corner where you get to the corner flag and you turn your back to your <laughs> defender and you're like, come and try and get it. They, they, were, they, were, they were taking the mick in that corner. And it was... But that's, that's the, the new, way. That's the way you'd want to keep that, it in the corner. That's isn't it? kind of the new attacking plan, though, isn't it? It's like whoever gets the ball, where's Angel Di Maria? Okay, let's just fire it in that <laughs> direction. He'll, he'll sort something out for us. It'll be fine. It'll either be a good cross or a scuffed shot, and somehow <laughs> someone will score off <laughs> someone it. Someone will score off it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's yeah. taken him seven games to show he's United's best player by some distance. Uh, since Ronaldo, it's <laughs> fair to say that we didn't miss our beloved, dearly departed captain too much, right? Who? Mm. I think I think he would have made this game a lot worse than it was <laughs> with his, his his crazed lunacy. I think I think it would have been a problem. He'd have been running around like a headless chicken, and it'd have caused endless problems. I think you're right. Couldn't agree more. There's, there's literally no love for. <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing that now saying this, there'll be people bashing me on Twitter next week because of this. I've said that, and I don't. Just, I just can't. I and you're on a high at the moment. I am on a high after last week. You talked week. about the temperature in pubs in Swinton in the last episode, and that got you a lot of attention. <laughs> people, people loved it. There was a, there was a point during the first half that uh, Matter passed when he could have shot. Paul turns to me and goes, "That's Rooney's fault, mate. He's yeah, got a red card last week. Matter wouldn't be playing." Yeah, my my thing. It wasn't that he he got the red card. It's because he's ruined Juan Mata's confidence by just getting picked ahead of him. Yeah. So it's definitely Rooney's fault. Tried too hard today. Oh yeah, definitely. He was trying too hard at times. And my only concern at the moment, he's a lovely player. I love watching him. We all love him. He's getting pushed over too easily, and just getting like it happened at Leicester, obviously. But a couple of times he got bullied again today, and just. He goes down a bit like in slow motion down, like even though, to quote my dad, the f- referee was no friend of ours. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he must have that was. Uh, but the ref was awful. Let Everton get away with bullying us in the first half badly. I just thought he was very inconsistent. It was yeah. a, like a, a rash of yellow, cards, rash of yellow yeah. cards, and then nothing for ages, and, and then a couple more. It, he just didn't seem to manage the game very well at all. I it's think he just—he he was just too much for him. It was a good job he was inconsistent, otherwise we'd have had eight men on the pitch by the end of the game <laughs> if he had carried on consistently. Yeah, literally four against four. <laughs> yeah. 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 But con- considering it was, it, did, it seemed to be Everton's tactic, I don't want to tire him with that brush, but it did seem like it was their tactic to come out and be a bit rough and, you know, kicking the back of the legs type thing that, that, that you know, they used to be famous for when they had the, the hard men in the team, like, we, we've got it now. But, um, <laughs> it, you know, he turned the game when he came on for Everton. <laughs> you know what? He didn't. He wasn't that bad when he. Yeah, came no, on. but he's not a right winger because he tried to play in right midfield, mm. and bless him. He had a go, didn't he? he? He did, and I don't, I don't hate Fellaini. I, I don't think it's not his fault. He's not good enough, but he, God loves to try her, and I really hope that he does come good. Of course, I do. I no one wants to see a United player fail. We've got to back him. I think it's still a bit, still a bit. It's not nice, isn't it? To hear the sarcastic cheering every time he touches the ball and makes a pass. It was, <laughs> it was rough. Nice. That was yeah. because when um, you guys were talking about the Valencia game, and the assumption was that the people in the crowd that were jeering were not necessarily the people that would be there at a league game, but clearly there are plenty of them that were, wasn't there? Well, today did that. Yeah, because round us, you couldn't. Everyone was well behind him. Yeah, I, I didn't hear that. My contribution to Fellaini coming on was uh, I looked down at the Everton fans to, to see what their reaction was and a good number of them were clapping him actually good day uh, yeah so there was like, some booze 
Well, yeah, but uh, you, well, I'll nice. take you know you get mixed in every fan base. Don't you? I mean, the, the um, there was a couple of them throwing the old Munich arms when we went two nil, two one oh, up. I but didn't see that. Um, for the most part, with the when Fellaini's entrance, you know, <laughs> I was going absolutely mental with Falcao because he celebrated right in front of us and. Oh my god! And when he did his Bruce Forsyth impression, <laughs> that was that was. I mean, obviously he's praying to God, but it, it just looked like good guy, good guy, good guy. <laughs> it was just amazing. that was something special. But well, I've never that, seen Tomo, that was something special. Ah, thank you. I've never seen anyone milk a goal like that. He's just he was waiting for that, hasn't he? I mean, before the game, he was um, looking to the corner for them to chant him. He started chanting. He starts waving like he's just like as an excited little schoolboy, and then. You watched him, and it was worrying or quite sad watching this world-class striker struggling with his touch. And then when that goal goes in, you could see the release. It was just, oh, I know we talked about it early on, but I'm quite emotional about it, to be quite <laughs> honest. Are, are we giving uh, Di Maria a credit for that one? I thought he was shooting at the corner flag myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Di Maria was, credit It was definitely everything. a shot, but... Dimmeri uh, can one. shoot wherever he wants now because every time he does it, that it ends up in a goal for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving Dimmeri credit for um, what happened to Jerry Clarkson in the week. <laughs> 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 Just shame it didn't get any more serious. <laughs> but yeah, brilliant. Just what? A, let's just go back to him. What is that the best player we've had since Ronaldo? The answer is Simple, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like a bargain. At 60 Doesn't million pounds. Panic buy, they said. Yeah, well, look, the thing is, when you buy a world class player, it, it makes the difference, right? You know, it's the same happened when Van Persie came in. The uplift in performance for mm-hmm. everyone around has been, you know, it's well worth the money. Even Although, if it's I think huge. we're beginning to see a bit of a strop now from Van Persie. Because he, he don't sing it, his song. It, yeah, they he waved today when he sang his song, he waved. Yeah. <laughs> we don't sing his song enough anymore, and he, he nicked the ball right off the foot of Dimmery, even when he was offside. Right, there was a little bit of the old uh, the old Van Persie coming out in there, wasn't there? There was, but there's also a little bit of the good, slightly even older version of Van Persie coming out too. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think like it's amazing to see how much active general leadership he's offering now that he's wearing the captain's armband because like you could do that anyway he could direct players oh, around hold on anyway. you mean, what you mean he, he didn't just berate everyone in his oh. path <laughs> what 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 is this new brand the of management? he was buzzing when falcao scored absolutely he, he was on a first to him and his, the grin on his face was just like mate i'm so so happy for you yeah, because he's trying to get him on side in like a uh, Van Persie and Falcao combination and yeah, get Rooney right. out. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd be on board with that. This isn't the table for people, the for Rooney apologist, is I, it? I, I sort of want to offer a slight countermeasure to that because like, we, it's the biggest sort of negative feedback we get about our podcast is that we're too critical about Wayne Rooney. Same with us. Oh, yeah, same with Yeah. And Apart from me rambling nonsense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Basically, the complaints are at Mancunia's, can you get rid of Mark? <laughs> <laughs> and be nicer to Rooney. He tries I, his heart out. I think I mean, we are quite nice. It's all constructive. Um, I haven't once called him a fat scouse potato head. Well, <laughs> this week, anyway. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the thing is, he really does try his heart out. And, and he's... He, he is who he is, and he's an extremely complex personality, and some of it is quite problematic. And we're a better team without him, and that's all it is. It's not some sort of personal vendetta that I've got against Rooney. It's just I think we play nicer football when he's Speak not there. Speak for yourself, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I've, I've developed a personal vendetta <laughs> towards Wayne Rooney. I genuinely despise him now. 
What were you saying to me today? You said Di Maria had got to the point where you were willing to give him a pass on a couple of mistakes. That, that was, yeah. that was your, that's your side of he's, uh, that's he's, Mark. He's, a, he's, earned, he's earned a few mistakes. I'm not at the level where I'd accept a transfer request. But, you know, he's allowed, he's allowed to drop the ball. Uh, good, good, good. Uh, so you guys were sat near the singing section today. Yeah. What do you think of that? I mean, you know, it's, it's nice not to just hear the away fans. Yeah. And that, you know, it... The, the problem is deep-seated. The singing section doesn't solve the problem of atmosphere in the whole ground, but it means there's always United noise somewhere in the ground, pretty much always. Mm. And Sort of. Yeah. I mean, I, I reckon I could have brought my 18-month-old today and he could have had a good nap. <laughs> <laughs> the Everton fans were awful. That was some of the worst away I've seen. They, 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 had, they had a good burst when they scored. That was yeah. pretty that much was it. About it. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get going at all. Disappointing that was, wasn't it? Really disappointing. Yeah. No, not disappointing, what a stupid thing to say. <laughs> but it was just, you know, we normally used to away fans coming going, we'll race you back, you know, you don't come from London, you support your local team, blah, blah, is this a library? And Edmonton fans, nothing. Word, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I do think, you say your 18-month-old could have had a nap, <laughs> but only for that, like, five-minute spell before half-time where everyone's gone in the bars because the rest of it was... There was pretty consistent noise. And, and I don't know, I, because I like having a sing-song, it's quite nice that there's always sing- songs going well, on. We were in the OAP section today, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were. <laughs> which, which, at our age, is probably fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, most of the bottom tier is the OAP section these days. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure regular listeners to the Rankcaster... Um, uh, keen to know whether you managed to get Blinders the One going in inside the ground. <laughs> just did like you? in a very small bit of the ground where I was standing. <laughs> I felt like I didn't have sympa- sympathetic yeah. teammates around me. a small section just around you? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You. yeah. Just Not you. even Ed joined in. No, did no. He Ed is like, Ed, Ed, keep, this song. Ed he keeps telling me it doesn't make sense. I'm like, what doesn't make sense about it? For ages, right, we've needed a central midfielder. Now we've got a good one. Blinders the One. Blinders the One. <laughs> it's, it's too many mental leaps for me. It's not going to catch up. <laughs> okay, well, it's, I agree it's not going to catch on, obviously. <laughs> I, can imagine, <laughs> I can see Ed as Jules Holland. Um, Paul Radcast. <laughs> you start singing. You start singing like you have to then sing. Paul Radcast. Right. That's two impressions you got from this episode. That's really That's good. Unbelievable. Good. High quality. Yeah. Thank you. And the Di Maria song. Yeah, so Di Maria's needed a chant desperately because he's done so many things that are the type of things that's going to get a crowd up and singing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So eventually one was just going to emerge and it happened today. It's a little bit disappointing. It's fairly fairly route one, isn't it? But, you know... it's good that he's got one. Yeah, Sorry, it sounds that. a little bit South American, so, you know, it's, it's got to be all right. Yeah. It's not. It's black lace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but How it's supposed to be sort lace? of, you know, Samburi-inspired. Samburi. Right. I know we're at Judges' Houses this weekend on X Factor, but come on, we're now, we're now critiquing songs. Yes, I do yeah. watch X Factor. The other half believe that. It. See that. It's black lace. <laughs> 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 You've not done anything since Superman. <laughs> like, <laughs> comb your hair. I'm yeah. going to say, demographically speaking, the people listening to the podcast, the chances of anyone knowing who Black Lace is, it's like only people that saw Brian Robson in real life play football know who Black Lace <laughs> is. Meeting this week. If you oh, know yeah, yeah, yeah meeting this week. Is. We've got an evening with Brian Robson. That sounds no, really dodgy, like I'm a hired gigolo. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's, um, yeah, there's a few of us, um, United doing something, and Red Mancunian very luckily got an invite, and Craig realised that I'm madly... Oh, God, look at you two. Look at those faces here. No, no, I I, I, I interviewed him. Uh, I will never release the interview. (laughs) Or him. (laughs) Just just let... 
Let's say it was gold, <laughs> but uh, not for public consumption. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited about meeting my hero. They say you should never meet your heroes. I met Danny Dyer in a week. <laughs> that didn't go well. <laughs> and he's no. not my hero either. Robbo uh, won't let you down. Robbo's no. Rob top lad. I'm so excited. I'm a bit emotional, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so. I, I met him at um, Red Cafe a few years ago. Yeah. He's a nice lad. Someone mentioned that. Um, is it Claire Robinson, the Sky Sports News girl, that he was... Allegedly, allegedly stay caught there, with stay um, Claire Tomlinson. Claire Tomlinson, that's the one. Someone mentioned that to him, and he gave him a wink and went. She was hiding under the bed. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, but that that made it for me. You know, <laughs> Robbo with his extramarital affairs. Nod, nod, wink, wink. <laughs> so, Mark, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> that's Mark, <laughs> and that's why we get complaints. See, yeah. this, is, this is what the Red Man Canyon podcast like. If you don't normally listen to it, that's <laughs> that's the kind of gold that you get. Basically, just for lads sat around a table um, destroying people's characters because <laughs> <laughs> we're all perfect lawsuit anyone uh, yeah. we yeah. said allegedly that's, yeah, that's, true, yeah. that's not a magic word yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get you out of it uh, right moving on. moving on Paul yeah can you give me your top five Manchester United chants I know you like you like doing things. That's that's outrageous. That is that is below the belt, son. <laughs> top, five right <laughs> top five Manchester United chants. Yep. Uh, the Calypso at a reasonable pace. Mm-hmm. Get a bit quick for you, isn't it? In your old age? Just, you just you've got to be a grime MC to keep up. Like the, the speed at which that is spat. That's a bit. That's pre-grime. That's garage. Garage. Sorry, but no. And so Calypso number one, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, straight in at number two in my heart, even though it's very recent. It's got to be lo 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 lo. It's just a fantastic chant. That is. Um, at number three, wheel, but which is a very problematic chant, right? Because you essentially you need during the wheel you need someone to start beating out a beat, otherwise nobody knows what speed everyone's going to start at. So mm-hmm. that's the key to that one working. So it's complicated, but when it works, it's beautiful. That's it's we'll drink a, a drink, a drink to where it's more of a yeah. yeah. Pub one though. Yeah, it doesn't right. work so well in the in the stage. No, like all the other chants. <laughs> um, That's a fair point. Uh, then it, it came out very briefly today, but even I feel like the singing section realised no, it's not near enough to Christmas yet. We can't do twelve cantonars <laughs> at the beginning of October. <laughs> so that's next. And then um, number five, we all live in a Georgie Best world. The Andy Tomo number seven is Brian Robson yeah. version. Oh, I still do that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what, what about the Park song? I know you're a fan oh, of uh, so cultural. References. It's like that chant is so depressing. Like Jason Park is one of the most likable players we've ever had, but his chant is about like unpleasant eating habits and <laughs> like absolutely dehumanising people because they live forty miles up the road. You know, know. That, that's not an unpleasant eating habit. <laughs> A rat can be quite tasty with the right seasoning. <laughs> 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 yeah, so there you go. That's my top five chance. See, this is how fast I get the top five list yeah, done. No, it's, really it's, it's, it's the quality that is. I, I tell you what, <laughs> maybe Park's here today. He's here for advertising purposes. He is. Oh, he's an, an ambassador amb- now. Ambassadorial. Sorry. Yeah, no. Sorry, ambassadorial. Wait, you have to clear he's, he's not done him here. A service, uh. <laughs> he's not, not here with us. <laughs> he's over there at Old Trafford. He's <laughs> yeah. not here. Fergie though on the pitch doing his Fergie clap. You know, he points his hands to everyone. <laughs> it's just like you could see him. Because that's obviously that's quite a momentous occasion, which no one's really mentioned. First time Fergie's 
been on the pitch since he retired. He retired yeah. yeah, and then there was a good five minutes of every single one of us loves Sir Ale- loves Alex Ferguson yeah. at the end of the first half. To I thought of you, it which isn't like, not every true. single one of us. Yeah. 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 Sponsored by Cantar Paints. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. DHL. I'm sure someone was sponsoring it. I feel like when I come to Old Trafford these days, I need a, like an ad blocker for real life. You know, to wipe out the DHL and the it was when Gary Pallister came on at half time. Oh, our global logistics partner, DHL. We've delivered you Gary Pallister. Yeah. <laughs> we put him in a van and brought him here. Uh, like no, Pally just like turns up in his Merc every week. So. Dark and <laughs> oh, very and bizarre. Alan Keegan's Old Trafford Tourette's is getting out of hand. It's theatre of dreams. No question that he gets up in the morning, goes down for breakfast. Old Trafford! Porridge this morning, Old Trafford! Old Trafford, how are you feeling today, Mrs. Keegan? Old Trafford! Old Trafford! Yeah. Replacing orange band. juice today, tomato juice! <laughs> <laughs> you can see it, can't you? Oh, and this is the world's finest ready break. Sponsored by Oats. <laughs> I've heard him do stuff at Wembley, you know. On a, Does he yeah. say Old Trafford? An announcer basis. <laughs> no, uh, no he, he managed to work out his location all right. He used but to do Main Road. He's not just... He's a City fan. He used no, to he's not. He's a United fan, but he did used to do Main Road, you're right. Is he not a City fan? Though? No, he's allegedly he's not. Upgraded. <laughs> allegedly he's not. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, but now they've got like... The well, there aren't that many DJ of them, are there? There are precisely 37,000 of them. Everywhere. Yeah, no, that's because they earn a lot less money than us. I of couldn't course. believe that. It's the excuse for City not having... Um, yeah. so, so when City come to Old Trafford, we should get some notes. Throw some wads at them. Look at my wads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> I, I loads some money. We're like, yuppies will go with file of faxes and big mobile phones and show the City fans just how much we earn. Yeah, no... The weird thing about that is, um, and I'm I'd, like, I'm not into point scoring against other teams really, but there's no, we, a I, I, genuine feeling among City fans, some City fans, that they're genuinely not that bothered about the Champions League, oh, which yeah. is Isn't very this the odd. Because the Champions League's really fun. I don't know if you lot are missing <laughs> it, but I am. You know, I'm, I haven't m- Right, a my wallet. My wallet's not missing it. Yeah, yeah, B, that's great. B, my missus is not missing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'll tell you the story about Spain last year. We booked it. When did we, bu- we? It was November the fifth. We booked it in. We must. It is a draw. So the draws in August, isn't it? In this very career house. No, that, no, that was, wasn't. Uh, oh, no, that was Greece. Oh, so don't talk about Greece. We we booked it in the August. I told my missus in the October. <laughs> I just kept putting it off. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So she's not missing me going away for four days for ninety minutes of football. Um, the problem is now that. Yeah, I'm missing it. I'm missing the midweek. I'm missing that music. I'm missing the lights at Old Trafford. I'm, see, I'm not missing coming to Old Trafford through the week. I'm enjoying coming more of a weekend. Yeah, the weekend's we're not better here at to the come week. to the games, and Tudy can actually make those games. <laughs> well, you say today. make them. Yeah. One, uh, what, one minute, two today? That was a low blow, Jesus. <laughs> 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 I was sitting there minding my business. <laughs> no, I was late again today. But, um, I left my house. I'll be dead with you. I left my house at quarter to eight this morning. It's half seven a minute ago. It's quarter no, to eight quarter now. To eight. It's quarter to eight. Right, okay. Yeah, it's quarter to eight. And um, the train only takes two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, this is Stratford. So it only takes two hours and ten minutes. So I ended up getting at like quarter past eleven. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to lie, I stopped off in Boots to grab something. <laughs> I just stop off in Boots. Why would you stop off? Why would you stop off at a popular chemist <laughs> chain? That was empty. It was dead empty. So I got, I got there and I'm on the platform. Did you need some moisturiser or something? I did, yeah. I did. I'm not going to lie to you. I actually did stop off. <laughs> Yeah, so I stopped off, but I'm on a platform and it took about 20 minutes to get from Piccadilly to fucking Old Trafford. So I had to 
Yeah. Forever. <laughs> wow. So that's we, Tudy, um, Tudy stories. I tell you, he's great. We pulled into Sam Platt's at quarter past nine going, we've not timed this right at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was open at half eight, Webby kept saying. Yeah, yeah, Breakfast Guinness. <laughs> Breakfast champions, that is. I, I, Paul tried to give me some story about how Guinness is not good for you <laughs> and how that you don't really get the iron because alcohol suppresses vitamin Bs. I was like, nonsense, mate. <laughs> well, I just haven't had any in a while. Right, that says all you lot of cokes and I was pint and I felt like I felt... Like I was nicotine, if you ever remember him from <laughs> 80s school, who used to tell Superman to smoke and Superman would break his fingers, which was cigarettes as fingers. That's when he grew up in like the 80s. And like, no one will know that. Apart from Paul knows. I think Paul remembers nicotine. Heck yeah. So that's what I felt like drinking a pint then. But anyway. Um, <laughs> it's so okay. Before football in airports, acceptable to drink at Airports any time. have no time. Any time. The only time is bing bong that your flight is called. Beyond that. Casinos as well. Casinos. Yeah, casinos. Yeah. yeah, you can drink any time in a casino. Well, yeah. well cause that's why they have no windows, isn't it, in casinos? So you don't know what time it is outside. Unless... Like, you gave him a lot of stick last week for talking about the air conditioning in pubs, but <laughs> we've, gone to, <laughs> we've gone to the windows in casinos pretty quickly this week. <laughs> it wasn't really the content. It was more the delivery that, that, um, that got him the stick last week. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to tell you, I've, just come, I've, been, I've been sick for two weeks. I've just literally had just stopped taking my Sudafed and my head was feeling a bit fuzzy. <laughs> you know, and I've like no idea spotting. where I went. It's like train spot with a with baby crawling on a roof. I've got a Sudafed, man. Give me some more Sudafed. Right. It's not funny. I was. I don't even know. I don't. Even, I don't even know why I decided to ask the question when I did. But I did. Right. So could we just leave it there? <laughs> yeah. We found out that they like the heating in the Bulls' head in Swinton, and that's enough of it. Right. End of. Can we talk about something else, please? It's good right. stuff. So, the international break, who's excited? <laughs> oh, it's, it's come at such a bad time. Although, we won again before the international break, which is good. Felt like holding on at the end there is given even extra importance. Can anyone tell me who's playing who in the international? Because I have no uh, idea. San Marino. England got San Marino. England, San Marino. Found their level. Danny Welbeck, eight goals. Yeah, presumably. probably. Because he's the world's best. Let's have the weekly Welbeck. Weekly Welbeck. Judy. Judy. Hat trick. I'm good. You scored three. I'm happy. I wasn't happy. <laughs> How do you feel? Because you hate art. If you don't know, people don't know Tudy. Uh, Arsenal's your, your nemesis, aren't they? He, he hates Arsenal. You know I've never saying? met anyone who hates a football club like Tudy hates Arsenal. When you grow up in the area I grew up in, like you get a lot of stick. A lot of stick for supporting another team. So, growing up being a United fan and trying to buy Arsenal fans, this time when Arsenal was still competitive. So, I used to get tons. You get into it. I remember going to fight on the train to school. They sent me back home. <laughs> sent me back home. You sent you back home? They sent me back home. My dad went absolutely mental. So, is that you're fighting about football? Yeah. Gave me the belt. So, yeah. <laughs> and you blame Arsenal for that, essentially. Yeah, yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal Wenger's fault, yeah. Just I hate Arsenal. Yeah, I've got tons of stories about Arsenal. Really? Tons of stories, yeah. I hate Arsenal. Like but, yeah. So, Welbeck scoring. Welbeck scoring. I'm happy for Welbeck. I'd prefer to see him score a hat-trick and then lose 4-3, but... Yeah, if they're going to score and he's doing well, I can't... How many goals do we get this season? How many goals do we get this season? Yeah. So he'll, 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 he'll hit 20. Yeah. He will, I've he'll said that. Sergio Aguero will get one more than the top scorer. Oh, no, no, let's not go to this story. Let's not do this again. My mate Anthony, who's my number one fan, shout out to Anthony. Yeah, start I love Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was basically saying that I, I am a genius because he thinks that will happen. Falco doing his knee in Hull. He accepts what to say the penalty. It'll happen. This is 
a, such a sad story. Like, sad. when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, if that happens, that'll be, like, really terrible. <laughs> yeah, horrific. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last year, your story was amazing. It was. The it was about how we were going to win. The, but it felt, like, very unrealistic. And I hope this what, one is equally unrealistic. When you told that story, I sat there, I was listening to it, I was thinking... So where's he going with this? Where's he going with this? Going? <laughs> I, did, I didn't know then myself. By the time it's finished, I was like, what if I just listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Basically, that's what my other arse says most days. <laughs> Where are you going with this? What have I just listened to? <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, I'll put CSI on and shut you up. <laughs> it's not just Welbeck doing well, though, is it? Shinji scored the other week. He, he did. did. Yeah. But they are struggling big time. Yeah, They're uh, lost, lost four in a row, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Lost um yesterday. Yeah. 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 Didn't he get an assist during the week as well? And he a pretty did, good one as well. He's lovely. Yeah, goal straight to number 10. Nanny, you never got the chance goal? to play at Old Trafford. <laughs> did you see Nanny's goal last night? No, oh, yeah. but I did see Nanny's absolutely hilarious performance in midweek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless Nanny. Oh, so do all know how um, Beppe DeMarco's doing at um, Bebe, basically. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Bebe's doing at Benfica. <laughs> I, I can I don't know, but I can only imagine amazingly well. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the only well, logical He was quite the talent. So, yeah, um, he was. You know, Did you ever hear... Fortunately, slipped through our fingers. Quinton Fortune claiming that Bebe was technically yes. the most gifted player oh, no, at Manchester United. Stand yeah. Podcast. Yeah, it was Remarkable incredible. moment. He does some things that you could never see before. <laughs> I, no, to be, to be, to be fair, I, uh, at Stockport County, watching the reserves, <laughs> Bebe got the ball, took it past a player, shimmied past another one, through one's legs, round another one, got to the edge of the box, smashed and shot it, over. it over the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and it landed in your house in Hyde <laughs> like three well, months later. To be honest, as usual for Stockport County. Yeah, that is. He's the happy Gilmore of footballers, right? He has no idea <laughs> yeah. what he's doing. Some of it, he's going to blast on in for 40 yards, but yeah, it's all luck. Uh, to go back to Welbeck for a minute, because letting go is hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's a very peculiar experience because, like, Welbeck is definitely my favourite Man United player of the last 10 years, and it's all gone. It's all very sad. We're in 2014. Yeah. In the last 10 years, we've had some of the best moments of our. Absolutely. I didn't say best. (laughs) Your (laughs) favourite? Yeah. Yeah. You You loved him even more than, say,. Laurent Blanc. No, that was more than 10 years. Ah, yeah. oh, damn, it was, wasn't it? Damn, I just love Laurent Blanc. I just think Welbeck's really likeable, I think, as a person. And Ooh, then the way not like these stories that are coming these out. These stories that are coming oh, out actually, now, though, he's getting... Let me stop, because I've got... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, it's recording here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me stop there, actually. Do we have to talk about this off air? Yeah, he's got to be right, off, yeah. off air. <laughs> so, Judy, he too. was with Rio this week. Yeah, I was with Rio, yeah. How was Rio? I, I, I almost started crying, you know. I tried to hug him, he had to push me off. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact, though, that there's a picture of you, right? So on Judy's um, Twitter feed, there's a picture of the two of them. And Rio's beaming, right? Judy has got the usual pout. <laughs> I'm thinking, right? Yeah, right Judy, you just Judy's met your hero. fashion trick there, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, you met your hero, but your hero looks happier to have met you. <laughs> the second time I met him, and I think this time around, he looked at me like, I recognise you from somewhere. You're following me. So I looked at him, and I shook hands and everything. And he, signed, he signed my book for me. What's happened as well is my manager sent me with his, and the next fella sent me with his. So I've got three, and he's looking at me like, Are you trying to sell these <laughs> on eBay? <laughs> like that advert for that tasting of some cheese or something. That was you, just keeps going around right, with exactly. Rio's book. Yeah, but he's a proper nice guy, and I think um, the book, I haven't read the book, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't started reading it because I'm going to buy an actual copy rather than. I'm just going to get, get a hockey copy and put it on my Kindle. You'll, you'll, you'll get through it very quickly, as, as yeah. far as I can tell. It's in font 28. With 47 brap braps in it. Yeah. But um, he did say some interesting stuff down at the um, at the book launch. 
especially about Moyes. Oh, I said it, it? But it's more along the lines of um, he didn't believe in what he was telling people, so how could we? But yeah, he did. He had some interesting stuff to say. I won't go into it too much. Moyes in not being good man manager shock. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> Except for Kevin Kilban, who still to this day just says how amazing he is. I'm sure Radio 5 interviewed Kevin Kilban and he goes, So what do you think of the Arsenal Chelsea game? David Moyes is amazing. He looks after me. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I forgot to ask him, did he really say that thing about Jagiel? <laughs> yes, he did. He, no, he came yeah, out. He's he already said that. He said he didn't say he it. He didn't say, okay. Yeah, yeah. he said oh. that was a lie. I thought he'd already come out and said it was true once. I thought he said it was, yeah. Yeah, he said the Jagiel thing's not true. Yeah, but Only because Jagiel is that Rio smash running from 30 yards. Well, exactly. You know, so. And we. We were talking about David Moyes yesterday, um, and it's staggering to think that he, he, used to be just, he just really recently was Man United manager. It yeah. feels like a weird fiction. Did you see that about the Everton game when we last played them? So his last game, only two players have remained in the team today, Matter and um, De Gea. That's remarkable. Yeah, a lot of change, a lot of change. Actually, another sign of change, um, one English player started for United today. So there'll be at some point this season, United will play no English players this season. I mean, I don't know whether it matters or not. No one really cares, do they? Yeah, he uh, played. It's a... (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, it's a sign of the times at United, a lot of change. Which is sad because, I mean, everyone used to insult Arsenal for it and it it is sad, but let's be honest, you you play the English premium, Luke Shaw, Mm. um, we got rid of our best English player, but... Should have got rid of another one. <laughs> oh, here we but go. if we're going to talk about that, should we also talk about this whole loss of identity thing? Because today we had um, McNair. That team that finished. Yeah, Tyler Blackett. Yeah, an average age of 12. It was like Colts football. They all followed the, the ball around. <laughs> not just that, but when um, Luke Shaw went off and Tyler Blackett came on, he actually increased the appearance stats for the defence, <laughs> <laughs> which is ridiculous. Yeah, mm. and I think the, uh, the identity thing is such a um, misdirection. It's so inaccurate because what's happened is that United have slowly lost their identity over the last five years where attacking football has stopped being at a premium and we've basically signed a load of players who can play proper United style football. It's a United way. Yeah, yeah, and brought through some new youth team players just to like really prove that the idea that we're losing our identity. So, so you know, I know I'm a cynic, but... Uh, United are registered in the Cayman Islands and listed <laughs> on the New York Stock Exchange as sponsored by 50 different companies from you know all around the world, you know, Asian noodles to Japanese paint and logistics companies and all that. You know, So the identity really has to be within the team because so much of United's identity within the institution itself has been eroded by the Glazer family. And Absolutely. And that's why three youth team players playing the last 20 minutes today is really important. But that, that club identity was disappearing in the 80s, wasn't it? United was the first place where you could have a steak and watch the football in the eighties, and that was a big deal. You know, you can you can, uh, you can have your meal and whatnot. And it, it was it was the identity of the football club's been slowly disappearing ever since. It's becoming the business, and the football team became the football yeah. team, and the club became the business, and the club lost its entire identity. Yeah, but that's that's the battle that's going on down the road at the moment. Of course, that it is. is that they think they love being rubbish. They love the fact that they're little city and that they're proper Manchester, but their owners are coming in and their senior management, as in the you know, chief execs, are saying they have to be a global club, and they're saying, no, we don't, because that's not what we're about. They're the pride of Singapore, we're the pride of Manchester, like and all that, and that's what they're really struggling with. And I think, and that's the difference, is that we take, um, 
you know, we've always been that. But at the end of the day, I remember going to Anfield a few years ago, like about 10 years ago, and they had a sign for Ken's Cabs in the cop. Whereas we were having signs for, as you were saying, some noodle partner in um, outer Mongolia 10, 20 years ago. And that's we took on we took it on because Tottenham used to pay more money than us. It's just we got the very good um, senior management marketing people who really took it aboard, and that's why we can now afford to pay sixty million for Di Maria, and he'd be a bargain. But it's a double-edged sword, though, because the price you pay isn't just the price of players. Like the benefit is very clear. The benefit's now on the pitch, and that's I think the difference between this season and the last few seasons. Cause yeah, definitely. The only people feeling the benefit of the commercials the last few seasons have been the closer family, the banks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so there's a, but it's a heavy price to pay to have corporate identity consistently rammed down your throat because actually that is uh, quite a serious bad thing in society as a whole you know so we put up with it because the football's amazing but anyway all right commie <laughs> yeah you didn't come here for a lecture on communism this is like, i feel like i'm in hong kong i'm about to go and protest <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah props to you i love hong kong anyone who's been it's fantastic yeah, it's place. Great. incredible place i had an argument with somebody at work this week they said um because uh other artists uh, might be getting a job anywhere over southeast asia she went, I don't want to go to Hong Kong. And I went, yes, you do. You do. It's incredible. But, um, it's a good story. Shout out to Hong Kong. <laughs> anyway. What's so the air conditioning like in the pubs? In Hong amazing. Kong? <laughs> should, we, should we preview the international break? Oh, no. It'll be boring. Well, yeah, there's yeah, very little to say about that other than that, that one statement. Um, if only Jay was here. He loves England, then. Oh, of course, yeah. No, he's, yeah. Got, he's got his Gerard shirt ready to go. So <laughs> San Marino will be upset that he didn't get one of the big clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they will be, actually. Who were England actually playing? San Marino and... Estonia. Estonia. Good stuff. Top fixtures there. (laughs) (laughs) So, who is it most important that doesn't come back broken from the international... Di Maria. Di Maria. (laughs) Who is it most important that comes back broken? Rooney. No, because he's not going mi- to miss the first two games, isn't it? So you I don't want to waste an injury. No, he's not actually broken. But yeah, but he's oh, if he was broken. actually broken, I'd be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Di Maria. Has, and hopefully um, Falcao gets get some more minutes under his belt. Uh, I presume Columbia are playing. So, yeah. I, I think I'm going to miss it all. I'm going to be in the Middle East. Oh, enjoying the air conditioning in okay. Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mark Sotolanzarotti, oh, enjoying I. air conditioning. I will, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'll be finding myself a nice temperatured pub. <laughs> temperature pub? Can you imagine him going in with a, like, a throwter and everyone? No, 23 degrees, no. no, 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 no. Come on, Margaret, it's not good enough. <laughs> Come next door. Right. I so. mean, I have... I really love international tournaments. I love them. They're yeah. some of my favourite football. But the process of getting the teams arranged to get there is very hard to get excited about. Top five it? international tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Le Tournoi. No, number one. <laughs> you don't actually have to answer. Oh. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. That's go on. The, as go soon on. as you go top five, the go brain on. kicks into action now. <laughs> Just like top five anything. Go I've on, got it. Set yourself up. All right. So um, I've got to go with the most recent World Cup at number one, partly because it's fresh, partly because it was just fantastic. Uh, Le Tournoi, number two, uh, uh, another vintage thing. Um, The International Champions Cup Manchester United campaign. I give up at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got any more questions, by the way? Oh, yeah. Do you want to check, just in case, So um, before we go for today? Because this has been quite a... 
It's quite a momentous occasion. I think people are. I, I'm really interested to see that people that are regular Rantcast listeners are probably like, "What is this?" Who, who like, and people is. that are regular Red Mancunian listeners are probably like, "Oh my god, it's got structure and like proper questions." And, <laughs> yeah. and people are actually, you know, yeah. got insightful oh, input. Oh my god, these two actually know what they're talking about, <laughs> rather than those. And Judy, finally, we get to hear him, and he hates Arsenal, doesn't he? That boy. <laughs> I, I'm just, uh, I'm just glad that we can spread some of the hate around because every time we record, it takes about three, two, one. Why did you say that about Rooney? <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say I've not insulted him. I used to be the main one, and now I just step back and watch, you know. Everything. All right, it's happy days. We're fourth in the league as it stands at this very moment in time. Probably not by the end of the weekend, but it is stop the season now. We're in Champions League. <laughs> Beautiful, That's amazing. Stop the season now. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Um, all right. At Rich Del Giorno says, "Is there a place? We'll go for a serious one. Um, is there a place for Paddy McNair in the team after Jones, Smalling, and Evans returned? Marked Lukaku well, in my opinion. Yes, I think yes." Because you got, I think, if they're good enough, you play him, and he's been fantastic the last two games. He's really proved himself. Well, the yeah. issue, as ever, is that Jones, Smalling, and Evans are all made of glass, and so even when they return, they will return for one game, one and a half games, yeah. until the next time they play for England and they break them and have them play on through, you know, History obvious tells you injury. That. Yeah, McNair. I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure how much reserve football you guys watch, but there's no way I'd have picked him out of the reserves yeah. and said he was definitely going to make it. You know, it, him and Blackett, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Thorpe, yeah. they've, they've progressed rapidly. So. Mm. Oh, you know, which is another pleasing sign of the Van Hal era because when, when was the last time we truly saw that? I mean, I, I'd say Yanazai was already on the verge at the end of Sir Alex's last season, so you can't really give Moyes credit for him. Um, and you know Moyes is <laughs> in all sorts of danger anyway. Um, you know, so there, you know there was almost a point where you know Chucky youngster on. I can't do any worse than I'm already doing. It was interesting because he left Lukaku in the first half, and Lukaku had one shot. He did leave him. It was one moment he left him. Rowo's face was a picture at him. He just like <laughs> absolutely just looked at him like, oh, you've the broken my best toy. The thing with Rojo today is I thought he was, he was assured, but he's got this slight cocky streak to him that I'm yes. a little bit worried about where he's happy to pass the ball you know, across the, the face of the goal yeah. and it, it, will bite, it will bite him eventually. I think with um, McNair, showed an intelligence today because what he did is he kept all of the play in front of him. Yeah. He didn't let he didn't let Lukaku run him behind him. I think he, the shot he had is the one where he ran him behind him. I think in the second half they started trying to run him behind a bit more but he was intelligent enough to keep everything in front of him. Yeah. I think Lukaku tried to turn him once. He said, no, I'm not having none of that. So he's, I think when they all come back there's a place for him but in, in what capacity? He's probably going to be on the bench because I wouldn't see him starting ahead of let's say Jones. Mark, Mark looked down and said, Whatever they're paying that Munair, it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, he needs a contract for yeah. that. Because it too. On his one, contract. whatever wages they're paying him, it's not enough for <laughs> holding Lukaku off like that. Yeah. that. You know, he's been fought over. In the, what was his big money he's gone for, hasn't it? Yeah. 20 yeah. million, yeah. 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 He was relatively normally quiet, battles, so. and he was <laughs> awful today. It's a genuinely remarkable performance up against Lukaku because oh, yeah. that, that yep. for a young player in his second game, and like uh, you mentioned Rocco a second ago, and I feel a bit like you do about Di Maria. Like Rocco's got a couple of mistakes before I'm going to start going to go at him because he's won my heart really quickly with his all-action style. <laughs> like I, I just really enjoy him. And, and there's, there's a, a fine line between cockiness and calm, isn't there? Because... He's definitely calm on the ball. And that's, I think that's, that's a massive good. positive. So, so Blackett's out of contract in June. Right. Uh, and De Gea's out of contract in June 2016. Yeah. Contract needed there. Yes. Big time. Oh, my yes, goodness. Definitely. Hold on. Can I hear... Um, is that... Y- Mendez, I can hear calling from <laughs> Real Madrid. That's the worry. 
Um, all right, one last rank cast question, uh, just to give you the true spirit of the program. If you don't normally listen to it, at Tom underscore McGee says, "What may, what weighs more, a ton of feathers or two tons of feathers?" This is a kind of highbrow intellectual conversation. Which one break Phil room. Jones? That's the big question. <laughs> <laughs> I think a feather would break Phil Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's two it's tons. A, of it's feathers. a really good question, Tom. So thank you for that because yeah. um, I don't know. It's two tons. Two it's tons definitely two tons. two tons of feathers. That's that is the answer. He tried to get you with wordplay. Yeah, yeah. but no. I don't know because feathers are just lying. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a good point. Though. No, yeah. Do so you reckon you could pick up two tons of feathers? Yeah, probably. It's only feathers, <laughs> but it's two tons. Uh, got me. There you go. <laughs> I think on that note, we need to go and order our curry. Uh, thank you, thank you so much for having us. This has been lots of fun. Oh, no, thank you for having us. Yeah, um, it's been great being with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite emotional. Judy, thank you for coming up. Your train's in an hour. That means you probably should leave three hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me as well. It's been a pleasure. Oh, bless. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a big fan of Redman Keenan podcast. It's dead good. And we can bring you something live, right? Obviously, not live, but Chelsea just scored a second goal. And Judy's face, right? (laughs) Judy's face. Chelsea scored that goal. So that is what happens. So this is when we're recording it. It's 2-0 to Chelsea against Arsenal and meanwhile Cheadle Town are losing to Russia under 18's 20 nil. <laughs> check out their Twitter feed it's unbelievable so and I think on that note goodbye yeah, so it's goodbye from it Tomo goodbye from Sam uh, goodbye from Paul is this how we do it now? Yeah, no let's do it I think it's quite nice it's thing. goodbye from me that's Ed <laughs> at United Rant if you want to send me abuse I'm just going to forward it to the other guys <laughs> Uh, I'm not telling you my Twitter. You have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost impossible. Search him on YouTube. Right he's got his album sold. How many? A thousand mm. copies of your. Can we? Tudor, say bye. Bye bye.